afternoon, Raleigh, North Carolina. This is Packers Live Sports Show with Benjamin Denton and John Hinton. And we're coming at you live from the WKNC studios on the beautiful, awesome, amazing, fantastic campus of North Carolina State University on 88.1 WKNC HD1 FM, Raleigh. I'm Benjamin Denton. And I'm John Hinton. And we are absolutely stoked, thrilled, ecstatic to be coming at you live. One of the premier college radio stations in the nation. Keeping you up to date with the latest and the greatest with all the NC State sports. We are one week away from fall break. Oh yeah, I'm excited about it. You in town? Um, yeah, unfortunately, I will be in town. I have a job. Should we do a show? Um, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We can do a, a five-hour NBA preview. <laughs> I have, um, since I got that job at WCMC, I have a shift for the uh, Fan Fest for the game at State because we have the oh, game yeah. in Syracuse. So we might, if it works out for you, since you don't have class, we might could do it two to three, and that way I can mm-hmm. leave here and then uh, head to... Uh, Actually, it would work well. Yeah, yeah, two to three. Actually, it would work well. Let's okay, we just figured that out on air, guys. Yeah. We're going to do the show from uh, two to three next week. Because me and John have, they give out the DJ time slots like two hours at a time, and we have the two to four. Yeah. So on any given week, we could decide to do it at two if we were trying to pull a sneaky on you guys. That's true, if I ever don't have class. Yeah, class gets canceled, mm-hmm. and me and John have the show ready to go at exactly. two. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't well, happen. But what's on the docket for today's show? Um... NFL overreactions part four coming your way at the end of our show. It might be a weekday for me. We have the, <laughs> we have the the Game Boys 2.0, our intramural basketball team. We are making our debut tonight as they started uh, adding five on five basketball in the fall sports. But we got some NC State football, a little note about some basketball as well. We got volleyball, soccer, men's and women's. And we're going to kick that off with men's soccer. Actually, only one game, but a huge game last Friday on the road in the ACC against a ranked Louisville squad, number 17 in the country, and we came away with a 2-1 to win. Yeah, we pressured a lot in the first half and had control for most of it, only allowing one shot on goal in the first half. We did score in the 40th minute off a counterattack. Um, from a corner kick by Louisville. Yeah, Ivy Brisma uh, intercepted a pass to midfield, and he kicked it past the defender, and it became a sprint one-on-one versus the keeper, and he put it in the back of the net. And just five minutes later, Tyler Gabera had a highlight reel goal in the 45th minute. Yeah, he stole a throw-in and then dribbled into the box and absolutely ripped a shot into the top right of the net to make that lead 2 to nothing against Louisville. Yeah, and that was right before halftime, so pretty clutch there. Louisville did score in the 84th minute to make things interesting, but Vinny Duran had a diving save in the 89th minute to preserve the uh, three points and the win for NC State versus a draw and potentially double overtime. Louisville had allowed just one goal in the past 378 minutes before playing NC State. That was our sixth win against ranked opponents since the beginning of the 2017 season. Now, um, NC State men's soccer, they're hosting Notre Dame tomorrow night at 6 at Dale Soccer Field, so come out and support on a Friday night. I remember I remember most of that song. I remember a couple weeks ago we talked about it, like the song that you, um, the students sing for George Kiefer. Oh, yeah. It's like, da-da-da-da, George Kiefer, we love our coach, George Kiefer. <laughs> He's the head man at State. He's really great. Something-something, George Kiefer. I forgot what it, like... I can't remember exactly what it goes. You got to go to a game and record it on your phone, and then we can play it on the air. Like, yeah, what just it sounds like in the stadium. Stadium. But you don't have to sing unquote. it. I know you don't like Oh, I definitely sing will sing it. it. Okay. All right. Oh, I, no, 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 no. Let's John, you know me too well to know I love singing. I'm yes. just quite bad at it. Yes. I that, wish I was good. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to be nice to you today. Well, I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, <laughs> what, what do you mean you're going to be nice to me today? Every single week, there's a forehead joke or something. That's some why other I said thing. I'm going to be nice to you today. Okay. Yeah. So I get one day? Yeah, you get one day. Today's one show day. a semester. I'm feeling all right. Yeah, and then your dad's going to text me something, Oof. and then you're going to text you something, yeah. and then you're going to show it to me, and it won't count as you being mean, just using your dad to say That's something. That's true. Yeah, dad, definitely don't text me a funny joke about Ben's forehead. All right, uh, moving on to women's soccer. <laughs> you did that to yourself. 
I did. <laughs> Moving on to women's soccer. They had a game against number four UNC on the road, and they barely lost one to nothing. However, we were outshot. 15 to 4 giving up 11 shots in the in the first half. Yeah, but it was 0-0 even through 11 shots and we mm-hmm. uh UNC finally scored in the 52nd minute so early in the second half and uh we got two of our four shots were a minute after that but we weren't able to get through and again UNC oh yeah. You know, they might not go to class but they are a blue blood <laughs> in women's soccer and the women's soccer players probably go to class. Definitely. Yeah, I would say they do because yeah. they're yeah, I mean, it's less likely for college soccer players to go pro. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And they also bring in less money, which is why we cover them. Cause they're I don't know, UNC's sport. women's soccer has a lot of national championships. That is true. As much as it pains me to say, they're the UConn women's of soccer. Mm. Yeah. But we did have a positive result against Wake Forest, uh, concluding a four-game road trip. We tied them 1-1, to pushing us to 5-4-2 and on the year and 0-1-2 in the ACC. Yeah, we outshot them 12-5 to and had eight corner kicks, with, of course, Ciara King giving us the early lead 1-0 in the 36th minute with her ninth goal of the season and 44th of her career. Yes, uh, Ricky Walking, Walkling excuse me, uh, found Ciara King from the top of the 18-yard box, and her strike from the top of the penalty box finished to the right corner of the net. She now owns 105 career points, and is one away from tying for third all time in the record books. Yeah, and she almost had the game winner this game in the 104th minute in overtime. She um, hit the right post. Mm-hmm. Up so next, close. Oh, sorry. Up next, <laughs> women's soccer hosts Boston College on Saturday at 7 p.m. NC State does not have a home football game. Have a bye week this week, so go out and support. Are we going to preview that game, the bye week? Yeah, I think we take the L. <laughs> Actually, at, we'll take a song break, and I think I'll uh, try to come up with some kind of preview on what's going to happen at Carter-Finley. Okay. We could figure out something. Yeah, we'll figure something out. <laughs> There's probably some event actually going on yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. But um, uh, Yeah, go ahead. Up next, softball season started up, and uh, the couple years that we've done the show, softball has been, um, they've been struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. but they have been on the upswing, and they did host Lewisburg College, which is my hometown. Yep. And it's a two-year college, and they're uh, in the men's team at Lewisburg. They actually won a national championship in baseball really? a couple years ago. Mm. Are they wait Division two or Division three? They're two-year colleges. Oh, so, two-year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So their own their own thing. Yeah, Lewisburg College is. I think. I don't know. There's some fun facts about it, but I don't know it. But I grew up um, about 12 miles outside of Lewisburg, nice. and my family is yeah. from Lewisburg. So it's cool that we got to. Play NC State and lose seventeen to nothing. Yeah, in softball. my hometown beat your hometown in softball. Let's go! Wow. Okay, gotta <laughs> be like that. That's fine. Yeah, but the score was like Benjamin uh, Benjamin said, seventeen to nothing. Uh, Logan Morris led the team. She batted four for five, including six RBIs and a home run. Overall, we had thirteen hits and twelve RBIs. Sydney Nestor started the game in the circle for NC State, and she had four shutout innings, allowing just one hit, and she struck out eleven of the fourteen batters she faced. Devin yep. Wallace and Sam Gress they each pitched three innings, striking out three and four batters respectively. And Gress did not allow a hit in her first appearance for NC State. Yeah, our starting lineup is including six returning players from last year's squad, so a good veteran lineup. Our next game was the home opener against Longwood, and that actually resulted in a 7-7 to draw after 10 innings. Mm-hmm. Sam Russ and Logan Morris, they both tallied two hits for the Wolfpack. Um, Russ and Carson Shaner, they each scored a pair of runs. Uh, the NC State pitchers, Sam Gress and Devin Wallace, they combined for seven strikeouts on the day. Yeah, Longwood uh, had four runs in the second and third inning to take a four to nothing lead, but we began uh, to kind of climb back. Shaner led off the inning with a walk before eventually scoring on a flyout ground and error, and it was a two-run sixth inning for NC State thanks to April, April Visser's homer. So, and then we did take a six to four lead with two outs in the seventh, following back-to-back home runs from Angie Rizzi and Shaner. But Longwood did take back the lead seven to six with three runs in the eighth and ninth innings. Yeah, after a leadoff out in the 10th, um, Russ tied or turned her single into a run, a walk, and two consecutive hit-by-pitches allowed the game-tying run to score to result in a tie for NC State. So I learned something today that softball slash baseball can result in ties. Mm-hmm. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Pretty interesting. The more you learn. 
Yeah, so Americans hating on soccer resulting in ties, and yet here you are with America's pastime. Oof. Also can result. You, you hate to see it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's kind of in the past times that it was our pastime. Yeah, I mean, football can result in a tie, too, or pro football, at least. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, so. Man, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. What are you doing, America? <laughs> what if what they had doing? no kickers at all in the game, except for if there's a tie, then, like, kickers just do progressively longer field goals. Well, see, that's what's interesting in college is that after two overtimes, you're not allowed to kick extra points. You have to go for two. Yeah. So I think that's just... I think NFL should probably adopt college rules overtime, Mm -hmm. honestly. It would be exciting. It would be. But what if... start at the 50 instead of the 25. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And then, like, uh, who who is it? The Rams could just kick from there with Zerline getting, like, a 67. Hey, the Panthers might be able to kick from there. Oh, true. Joey Sly. Yeah. Honestly. I would like to see like a kickoff. Like each kicker starts at like the thirty and starts with forty yarders, and as they make them, each team's kicker moves like five yards back, and then the first kicker to miss for his team, the whole team just loses. That would be cool. Now, one sport that does not result in a tie is volleyball. Yeah, we had our ACC opener against Louisville, and the Cardinals won in five sets, with uh, winning the second and then the fourth and fifth set to take the um, win from the Wolf Pack. Melissa Evans did have her first double-double of the season with 20 kills and 11 digs, and that's her third 20-plus kill performance this season, the most in the ACC. Yeah, Jessica Kemp and Jada Parchment both recorded 10 kills for the pack to get double-digit uh, kills. And of note, in her first start at Libero this season, Grace Irvin, a senior who was a guest on this show, yes, matched a career <laughs> high with 25 digs while also having a career high Eight assists. Nina Sharpton recorded a double-double with 41 assists and a personal best 16 digs. I know we do this every week, but 41 assists. It's a lot of assists. It's a lot. That's all I got to say. Just just wait until like the two games from now. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, Notre Dame is quite good at volleyball, and we're not as good. So the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, they swept us. They're 9-3. Um, they won each set by five points or less, so it wasn't a total route as far as the points. It was competitive. They just happened to win each set, even though we did have more digs than them. Mm-hmm. And Melissa Evans led us again with five kills, and she's now t- tallied double-digit kills in 13 of the 14 games this season, including 11 straight. The pack also had three players in double-digit digs. That's some pretty cool alliteration right there. Grace Irving with 13, Nina Sharpton 13, and pairing that with 30 assists for her second consecutive double-double. Yeah, Jessica Kemp led NC State with six blocks on the defensive end. That brings us to the most current game, which mm-hmm. happened last night in Reynolds Coliseum, Coliseum Packed House, um, hosting UNC of Chapel Hill, and unfortunately did result in a loss in five sets to the Tar Heels. Yeah, that dropped us to 5-10 and 10 on the year and 0-3 and in the ACC uh, UNC is not much better at 4-9 and 1-2 and in conference play. Yeah, Evans had 15 kills while uh, Jessica Kemp had a career-high 14 kills in addition to Parchment also having 14 kills as well as 10 digs for the double-double. Kemp also uh, had a personal best of a 6-6-7 hitting percentage with just two errors at the net and it was also a career-high for Nina Sharpton and Grace Irvin as Sharpton had 50 Assists. Oh my gosh. And 11 digs, <laughs> making her eighth double double of the season. And uh, Irvin had 28 digs. That's in just her such a good number. 50 assists in one game. That's so awesome. In one match. So, yeah. Gold, yep. Golden game. Yeah. 28 digs. That's 10 impressive assi- too. That's but. 10 assists a set. And the most, the most you're scoring, let me look at the numbers. I didn't write down the numbers of the exact points we scored, but hypothetically, the max you score in a set is 25 points. Mm-hmm. And if you're assisting, 50 in five sets, that's 10, 40% of all the points you're assisting on if you got 25 points each set. Yeah, 115 is the maximum points that you can score. Well, no, yeah, I yeah. guess not. Because the last um, one does go to 15, you're right. Actually, yes. Although, um, if sets will go to higher points if they're um, if there's like ties because oh, yeah. you have to win by two. But typically, uh, around 115 is like the maximum. But 50 assists. 50 assists. That's awesome. That's all we have for the non-revenue sport. Sports. There was four of the those. Sport. <laughs> the sport of sport we, at NC State. Pack love, is life. We love sport. I like sport. Yeah, sport is good. I'm searching through I like the, the most dangerous game. What is the mo- my favorite kind of sport? The most dangerous game? Yeah. Do you ever read that in high school? No. I don't read. Well, I, okay. I'm selectively literate. 
Okay. I was having this discussion with my friend. Like, I can read. Absolutely. Well, sport used to mean, the word sport used to mean hunting. And the most dangerous game was about a guy who uh, gets people to his island and then hunts them. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. So I'm not under a rock. Yeah. Well, not well, that far under a rock. Well. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm going to play you guys a song that I found by, I can't see, uh, the North and Wells Bank. There was a long name, so Spotify was covering up. And this song is actually called Chicago Summertimes, which is kind of like the weather we're having now. Chicago, this would be their summer with the heat we've been having this yeah. October. Yeah. So this is Chicago Summertimes. We'll be right back on Packers Life Sports Show on 88.1 WKNC. Met her yet it was on that beach. The one in high park, yeah, that's 53rd Beach. And she done walked up to me and said, Oh, what's good? And I said, Nothing, just going back to my hood. Life Support Show, Benjamin Denton, John Hinton. That was Chicago Summertime by the North and Wells Band. Nice little jazzy tune for you on this Thursday, this hot October Thursday afternoon. The heat has been oppressive. That's a good word for it. Even, um, I think yesterday at like 8 o'clock, I walked outside of a building and I just got hit with a wave of humidity and unhappiness and sadness Mm -hmm. of heat. Now, the good news is that Friday, tomorrow... There's a high of 92, but it's going to get cold at night, low of 59. And then Saturday is a high of 74, low oh, of 61. that is so nice. I know. I cannot wait for this. I thought you were actually going to, to cut stop. it off there with, the good news is tomorrow is Friday. And it is oh, good news. That is good news. Yep. I have to study. Really? Yes. Midterms, bro. I probably should. Project. You know what? Let me check the grade I got in my uh, beekeeping exam. Yeah. I'll just do that right now. You guys are, you guys are here with me. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what I got in uh, intros to honeybees and beekeeping. All right, give me an over under, and I'll guess. Okay, okay. I'm logging in. It's a super secure network. NC State's super worried about people trying to look at my grades. I guess. Let's Looks see like if it's been posted. Change them from D's to C's. I feel bad though because I skipped a class today. I just didn't really feel like sitting through another hour and fifteen minute class. It's my last class of the week. Here we go. Mm. Here we go. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. Okay. I almost <laughs> died there because I looked at the wrong number and I saw 67.6% and I thought there's no way because it's beekeeping and right. I've gone to all the classes, mm. but it is, um, it is not bad. I'll tell you that. Give me an over under. I'll give you a number. A reasonable one where I guess over or under. I mean, yeah. it's beekeeping. So I'll give you uh 85. I'll take the over. Over? What'd you get? 92. All right. A minus for you, boy. Benjamin Denton. I pre- yeah, that's basically my yeah. GPA most of the time here. I'm going to give NC State football an F, though. Nice transition. Thank you. I like it. Because Letter we grade. Lost, we lost 31 to 13 um, inverse score to a bad, let me repeat, a bad Florida State team. I mean, they look good against us. Yeah, they're three and two. They Yeah, we made them look good. Our defense made Alex Hornibrook look like a Heisman candidate. Like Wisconsin fans thought he was last year. Okay. You guys missed it, but there was no, no. sound there, but me and John exchanged a look. Yes. Hey, no. We were outscored 17 to 6 in the first half and 14 to 7 in the second. Uh, we couldn't get the run game going because we don't have a freaking quarterback well, who can throw the ball. Not I understand you are very justified in being negative Nancy over here. Yes, very justified. And I have to admit, I set myself up for heartbreak. Because I said eight or nine wins at the start of the year. Yeah. And now I'm... What a take, right? Angry, yeah. That wasn't even the overreaction segment. We're going to have three wins. We are done winning. (laughs) You were so like back and forth on NC State football. It's good radio, man. Let me think. We are done winning. I had a thought. Oh, yeah, I just got it back. So you're over here justifiably negative Nancy. I'm going to hit you with some positive poly stuff. Okay, please do. I can take one positive away. We proved that we are willing to play someone else at quarterback besides right. Matt McKay. Okay, that's good. That's a good thing. That's the positive that, I take from this game. I do agree. That is because a good thing. when I watched the other game, Matt McKay wasn't doing well, and we were still playing him. Mm-hmm. So maybe Bailey Hockman wasn't great. And Devin Leary actually got the last uh, series at the end when it was out of reach. So you saw what I was talking about with his windup? Yeah. Takes a minute. Eh, who cares, though? But I mean, that's okay. Phillip Rivers throws from his hip. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's practically from his kneecap. Yeah, is where he's throwing it. Yeah, I mean, really though, he like you he ever seen how the ball boys throw the ball to the referee underhanded? Yes, That's yes. what Phillips been doing his whole career. Honestly, I mean, yeah, like I think, like just like a jump shot, if it goes in, it's good. If it's accurate, it's good. You know, I would rather have somebody who can shoot like, um, Steph with a slow wind up than somebody who has Steph's wind up who's not a good shooter. Yeah. So, that's so like yeah, obviously what makes like, Steph the best that he's quick yeah. and, and accurate. But I think I think Devin Leary, like I want him to play. I want him to play. I want I want to suck with the young quarterback rather than with the the graduate senior. Yeah. You know? Like at least there's some glimmer of hope when yeah. we play Devin Leary. Yeah, and for people out there that don't go to school here that are listening, like that is the overwhelming consensus among mm-hmm. students. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's not a hot take at all. Yeah. It's just like I don't like again, I don't want Dave Doran fired. I think he's done a good job. Yeah, I think he's a good I, coach I'm, for this level. Like I'm for us. concerned though with his like inability to recognize um what like when a change needs to be made. Mm-hmm. It need it needed to be made in one of the games, uh like one of the gimme games. Yeah. Where you can, you know, at least play Bailey Hockman more or Devin Leary, especially Devin Leary. Get them some experience, you know. Throwing them in the middle of an ACC game when you're down 24 to 6 is not the solution. Yeah, you know? It's not giving them a fair it's shot. Like, yeah, exactly. Like what the Redskins did on Sunday with Dwayne Haskins. They, uh, they started him against the Giants, and it's like, wow, this team, like, this team is really, really bad. You know? Oh no, they didn't even start him. Sorry, Case Keenum got hurt, and then they put him in, and it was like, okay. I feel like that's a little different of an instance since Keenum got hurt. But they also didn't play Colt McCoy, and now they're going to start Colt McCoy. What? Yeah, I had no idea Colt McCoy was still in the league. I know, right? But yeah, but <laughs> um, I mean, okay, another positive. I'm gonna be positive now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mecca Meezy caught another touchdown. Yeah, he's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something nice. The throw. Yes. The throw was good. Matt Bailey, McKay doesn't make that throw. Bailey Hockman made a good throw. Matt McKay does not make that throw. That is definitely true. Um, we support you, NC see, State students who play to, for our football team. I'm trying to find something else nice that I can say. 
about NC State. Well, the good news is we're not going to lose this week. Yes. Well, actually, that's not true because I was trying to think of ways that we could lose the bye week. Okay, hit me. Um, you don't let Devin Leary get first team reps in practice. So that's that would be how an L. You, that's an L. Um, you don't try to spread the offense out a little more to maybe open up the run game so the defense doesn't, um, you know, pack the box and then you can't get anything going. Yeah. Um, you work on pass rush. Wait, the uh, one guy had what three and a half sacks against Florida half, State? Yes, but which was half a sack from the school record. That's uh, that was like kind of a one two man effort on the pass rush. You know, mm-hmm. like as a team collectively, we can't be relying on one or two players to get that. Oh, for sure, stops. Yeah, yeah, but still, at a school that's had Mario Williams and Bradley Chubb, who is now out for the year, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. But you- two of the best like college pass rushers and that we've seen mm-hmm. and they've come through nc state and so for a guy yeah. to almost get the school record that's pretty good there's a positive it is yeah that yeah exactly that's something positive being nice being nice i think chris ingram is a good cornerback oh yeah i'll be for nice. sure yeah i can't figure out why um in the ball state game they kept throwing at him like every throw went to yeah. whoever he was covering mm-hmm. and sometimes they completed him but like it was every time they were looking for Chris Ingram. Oh yeah, he's a he's a work he's a workhorse. I think he's going to be good. Um All right. That's all I have to say about NC State football. All right, so we have a couple notes here about basketball. Yeah. So we're going to do our preview for men's and women's later in the season. So this is a preview of the season obviously. Of the preview. This is a preview of the preview. We're telling you in advance the preview is coming. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we'll we'll preview NC State season. Um, something that's been in the news lately, uh, Derek Funderburk, he's been suspended indefinitely for violating team rules, and it has. I read that it has something to do with a parking ticket on NC State. Which yeah, but is, everyone gets parking tickets. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully they get that worked out. But I will say, I was trying to be positive. Now we brought up parking tickets here on campus. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that is a department that is vigilant. Yeah, it, sa- it says it was a team policy violation. Yeah, yeah, well, but yeah, we'll probably find out later. Well, at least it wasn't something uh, it's so not, far. It's not legal. Yeah. I know it's, it's, yeah, it's just a team policy violation. Yeah, Kevin is- Keats stays on top of those guys. I gave him a flyer for the improv show the other day. Awesome. Did he come? No. Oh, but that's a shame. I talked to Manny Bates, and he told me, I was like, dude, what are you doing tonight? Yo, he- Manny Bates is everywhere. I see that dude all over campus. Yeah, he's like, a real nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. I'm just saying it's funny. Like, he's... The only one I see all the time. He's so tall. Hot take. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> I Fact. um I I asked him what he, what what he was doing and he was like oh, I got practice at six. I was like the shows shows on at seven. He was like, okay, I might come after the after practice. Like he was being very genuine because I <laughs> yeah. was like, yeah, I don't know what the cool people do on Friday nights. He was like, well, they do improv shows. That's what you guys are doing. So like he didn't have to say that. Ah, oh, Manny being so nice. <laughs> I yeah, appreciate it. But yeah, looking for Manny Bates to have a good uh season. Obviously didn't play last year. Um I think he'll have play some play a viable role in our offense and defense this year. He'll probably play closer to what Funderburg played last year. I think so, yeah. Guy that comes As off the bench. DJ. Um I mean Derek will um take a bigger Is he going by Derek offense. this year? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think it was today that I read it and found out. No, his he's name. going by DJ. He's going by DJ? It switches a lot. Just depends on who's writing. Yeah, but yeah, the the Next latest, I the them, latest article I read it was uh, DJ Funderburg. So, yeah, hopefully he won't be suspended for like the whole season. Hopefully he'll be playing uh, most. Um, obviously, Markel Braxton and Devin Daniels mm-hmm. gonna handle the load of uh, ball handling and playmaking. J Cole, I, yes, J Cole. I am excited. I for, see him all the time on I'm campus. I'm excited for Jericho Hellums this year. He's I see be... Hellums more than I see anybody else, including Manny Bates. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and John are communication majors, and a lot of athletes yeah. are in that area of campus. All the yes. classes are near Winston Hall or mm-hmm. in Winston Hall. But I see, I see Hellums either driving. I see him driving like a golf cart. Oh, I saw him uh, in his car on Kate's one time. Mm. I was like, "Yo!" and he has windows up. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm just imagining that. But yeah, we'll obviously have a more detailed uh, preview for you later. But that was the season. preview of the preview. Preview of the preview. Gonna take another song break. Oh heck yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna do, in the spirit of what we were just talking about. This is a band 
called the Smooth Hound Smith. And the song title, John, you're going to like this. Okay. It's called Life Isn't Fair. It's not. <laughs> Especially as an NC State fan. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Panthers, Kyle Allen, Cam Newton, overreactions, and the pick'em, which wasn't a great week for me. But we're <laughs> still going to talk about it. That's an understatement. We'll be right back. Life Sports Show, Benjamin Denton, John Hinton. That was Life Isn't Fair by Smoothhound Smith. What a great band name. That is an awesome band name. Like That's it. our analysis. And you were talking something about the Oh, the harmonica, harmonica in there. that I thought was pretty, pretty well, interesting. Fun fact. All the right. harmonica you heard in there, there are two kinds. There's chromatic harmonica, which is um, 16 holes to, uh, blow, to both blow into and then inhale from for different notes on the hole. And then there's diatonic, which is, I think I'm pronouncing that right, but that's 10. And okay. what you hear in blues is that sound you just heard with the chromatic harmonica. And it's actually probably much more common in popular music as well. Like some popular songs, if they have harmonica, it's probably the chromatic one. It's pretty but cool. it's harder to play. Hmm. And uh, I play the diatonic one. And then a lot of times, like a harmonica can't change keys. So like a person that plays harmonica... An artist that plays it definitely like has like a case full of like every key, huh? And then like when the song switches keys, that's just a new harmonica they're you playing. Just pick There's, it up, and change. You can do a cross, um, like a a, a a key of C harmonica can play in a key of G songs, mm-hmm. and like I think it's like five stops over stuff like that. So that's a fun fact. Okay, so that was a chromatic harmonica you heard in that song. That is really cool. Life isn't fair. All right, I'm well, full of knowledge, John. Yep, we both know a whole lot about nothing. I don't know. I really don't know much about anything at all or nothing. But the Panthers did win. Yes. On Sunday, two and two, best two and two team in the NFL. I mean, we're Christian Ooh, that's, McCaffrey making that's actually a, a good question. We're Christian McCaffrey making a good cut on fourth down from being three and one, mm. and yeah. being any 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 we big should be four and zero. Yes, we should be four and zero. Absolutely, should be four and zero. And I hate to say it, but if Kyle Allen had started the season, we would be four and zero. Yeah. Let me look at all the two and two teams. 
Mm. Because the Rams game, we should have won. Yes. Rams aren't that good. The Bucks definitely should have won that. And honestly... I mean, we'll see. We are taking on the Jaguars this weekend. They're 2-2. Two and two. Minshew Mania. So, the winner of that game. Yeah, John's a very proud and loud member of Minshew Mania. I love Gardner Minshew. Um, the the Browns and the Ravens are 2-2. Two and two. How about the Browns, though? Like, remember when they were really... They were good, and then they were not good? Yeah, and now they're good. Really good win over the Ravens. The Jets win was eh. The Eagles and Tampa Bay are 2-2, two and two, so... Tampa's unfortunately not bad. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> they scored 55 points against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. It's not but, good. You all right, so it. are the Panthers officially back? No. When will we be? After this week? Will after we, we get a new coaching back? staff. I, I, have, I don't sway as quickly as you do. Yeah. And so I am still oh, on no. the fire. I, I am still on the fire, Ron, train. I wrote down, I do have to apologize to Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. Because he has done a good job with the defense. Oh, yeah. But that's half the team. It's only half the team. That's true. And also, um, four new coaches this year, four new head coaches, all are winless. Every single one? Every single one. What is that? The Bengals? Uh, The Cardinals. The... Hold on. Wait, the The Cardinals Cardinals haven't won yet? I'm gonna have to re. Yeah, the Cardinals. I'm gonna have to repick my the Cardinals, lock. the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Bengals. You know what? All new coaches, all zero and four or zero three and one. Guys, don't tell John, but I'm changing my lock. No, you can't do that. Well, I, I, uh, I definitely can. We haven't said it yet. I have <sighs> to just find it on the Google Doc. You gotta give me a got gotta give me a shot. What okay. am I three four and one? Well, we'll get to that. All right. Yeah, that's that's fair. But uh, Panthers. Uh, had a really good defensive game against the Texans. Uh, Kyle Allen had a decent game passing. What was he it, did six sacks? Fumble three times. Yeah, we had six sacks, uh, 14 in the last two games. But we have the number one pass defense yeah. in the league. Since, number one, yeah. Since the Rams game, our pass rush has been very, very good. It was mm-hmm. non-existent against the Rams. And, yeah, that's playing without Dante Jackson, playing without Kawan Short, who's unfortunately out for the year. What? Yeah. You didn't see that? I did not. What happened? He has a shoulder injury. Yeah, he's on injury reserve. Now he can't, I can't even play beer pong with him now. Oh yeah, that's I ha- true. Wait, wait, what shoulder? Is it his throwing shoulder? I, I don't know what his, I don't know what his throwing shoulder is. He's not a quarterback. Okay. Well, I mean, you have you have a throwing shoulder in beer pong. Hold up. We are definitely going to find out. Just look up if he's right or left-handed. Okay. But yeah, number one pass defense in the league. Uh, Eric Reed played really well on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He did uh, get a little banged up. Uh Brian Burns, he got defensive rookie of the month for the first quarter of the season. Yeah. He's blocked two punts. He's had a couple sacks, um, some great tackles. He is a steal, absolute steal at where we drafted him. Yeah. I mean, I remember the take coming out with he was really raw, Mm -hmm. but physically gifted. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't even know how raw he is. Like, he's... He's flat out just making plays out there. Mm-hmm. He's like he looks like a young Shaq Thompson at a different position. Yeah, and like Shaq Thompson's Shaq, been balling out Shaq this year too. Absolutely, Shaq has been balling out. Like I love Thomas Davis. Him leaving or him not getting re-signed, one of the best things that the Panthers could have done on their defense because Shaq is absolutely killing it this year. Yeah, he's got many many more years. Yeah, another uh, bright spot so far has been Ross Cockrell. Yeah. Out of Duke, mm -hmm. all-ACC guy, and then drafted by Pittsburgh and then bouncing around from injuries. Yeah. He had an interception on Sunday on a a wounded duck from... Actually, no. Um, I was watching with my dad, DeAndre Hopkins. He threw the trick pass, and I said, well, if the defender wasn't there, it would have been a touchdown. (laughs) Yeah. But unfortunately... (laughs) Well, I didn't like how... Fortunately for us. First of all, Rondé Barber is my least favorite commentator for Panthers games. Without a doubt. Kenny Albert, is he sucks as well. Well... I I'll only say. I don't dislike Rondé. I only dislike him when he does Panthers games because he has such an obvious hatred for the Panthers. Yes. Every single time he can't even contain himself when we when we mess up or the other team gets a touchdown, but then you can just hear him just gritting through his teeth when we do well. Even when Ross yeah. Cockrell made a good read and got an easy pick and he's like, "Oh, that was easy." And like, "Yes, but if Tam- if uh whoever the Texans had done it, you'd be talking about great great job keeping your head in the game, remembering the running back coming out of the yeah. backfield." And like if Cockrell doesn't leave who he was supposed to guard, that's a touchdown. Exactly. So he made a good read and made an easy catch. But all Rondé could talk about was, oh, it's easy money, uh, yep. defensive back. I can agree with that. And I think uh, just that broadcast team, like Kenny Albert, 
probably has the most annoying voice I've ever heard. I don't agree with you on Kenny Albert, but I I like I I can understand it. Yeah. Okay. I I don't, I don't like Rondé. Kenny Albert always looks extremely surprised when they put the camera on him in Booth. He looks like Bob the Tomato. Well, no one. He looks like no one told him they were about tales. to put him on on camera. Yeah. Like he he looks like he's like I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be behind the camera. Then like then they have to take it away because he always looks surprised. It, yeah. it cracks me up. I just don't know. I just yeah no. I agree with you on that Rondé take. Um, I agree with you. I'm still trying to find out which hand. Um, KK Short is like what's his dominant hand? I doubt you'll find it. Um, Saints have looked good with Teddy Bridgewater. Unfortunately, yeah, they beat the Seahawks on the road and then beat the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football, and. I don't know. I really thought they would drop at least one of those two games. They got uh, Tampa Bay coming up on Sunday. If um, if the same, if Tampa Bay wins and we beat Jacksonville, then we'll be tied for the division lead with Tampa Bay having the tiebreaker, of course. Mm-hmm. But we play them in a, a few short weeks in London. Oh, we're going to so, stomp them with Kyle Allen? I hope so. I, Cam actually might be back by then. Yeah? Cam might be back by then. I think... Um, let me check the schedule exactly. I don't have it memorized. Yeah, and uh, something that I really like that Cam Newton's done recently is his YouTube channel, and I yeah. highly recommend watching that. He is incredibly yes. raw on there, incredibly genuine, and everything that his haters would tell you he's not, he is that. When it's just him and the camera with his people, mm-hmm. he he is just... It, it feels like I'm just walk, I'm like right there sitting in front of him just in a face-to-face interview, and he was very upfront with his injury, talking about... The, the issues with his foot, not being able to plant, not being able to run, mm-hmm. playing in the game knowing he couldn't run. And apparently the only person that couldn't see that was Ron Rivera because all the fans saw it. But, like, yeah, it was Oof. good to hear from him if he, like, I'm assuming he's going to be up front with his injury that, like, his shoulder is fine. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the foot. Yeah. And actually, okay, so we play, Tan- uh, uh, excuse me, we play Jacksonville this week, and then we have uh, Tampa Bay the week after that in London. So is that gonna be like one of those nine a.m. games for us? It's a nine thirty a.m. game. Yep, nine thirty a.m. Okay. And then we have a bye, and then the plan or the uh, perception is that they're gonna bring Cam back in week eight, seventh game for us against the Forty ers mm-hmm. on October twenty uh, seventh. Okay, that's not gonna be that bad. And like, who knows? We still might be undefeated with Kyle Allen. You know. Maybe. I mean, he still hasn't lost. Yeah. Although still hasn't thrown a pick. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm in favor of if Cam is 100%, you got to go with Cam. Oh, obviously. Yeah. 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 Hot yeah. take. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of is, actually, in this day and age. In the society we live in. Yeah. We do indeed live in one. We live in a society. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm just excited that Cam Newton isn't from all the recent news that he's not done. Because mm-hmm. like, for a while there, it looked like he might be. Yeah. I was really... I was worried he might retire, and yeah, and I just don't want to see him on another team. I would rather him. I'd rather like I would my I would view Cam Newton similar to how I view Thomas Davis, in that I really wouldn't blame yeah. him. For oh the, no, I wouldn't blame him. It would just I, hurt. I view him like I view Kimba <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, obviously not. I don't care about his Kimba as much as I like care about watching Cam Newton. But, yeah, like I don't blame I Kimba think, for leaving. I also think the Panthers are a competent organization, and the Hornets are probably the worst run organization in sports. Yeah, I mean that's Honestly. that's the Panthers have yeah. been, I mean competitive. Yeah, for years. I mean we haven't really had a non-competitive season since before um, Cam. Since yeah, since the the year before Cam. Like every year we've been in contention to make the playoffs. I mean I guess Cam's rookie year we went what six and ten, six and ten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So after Cam's rookie year, yeah, we've been in contention to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Miss, missed them uh, closely like the last couple. Like mm-hmm. a couple of different years, not the last couple of years, but yeah. Yeah. What right. do you think about the Jaguars game? Like, what do you what Oof. do you expect to see? Is Gardner going to Gardner against us, or do I, we are we going to get him? I think it's going to be a lot more Leonard Fournette than Gardner Minshew in this game because our run defense is a little susceptible um, with Kawan Short mm-hmm. being out for the season. Uh, Gerald McCoy not out he's questionable right now mm-hmm. um so our run might be a little bit vulnerable Fournette, of course run for about 227 yards last week against the broncos um so i think we'll see them go to the ground a little bit if they we need to get a lead early 
Yeah. So that we can rely on that pass defense as the Jaguars are playing from behind. Okay. Now I'm going to give you a scenario and you tell me that like your percent you think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. First time we get the ball, drive down, get inside the 20, Kyle Allen fumbles, opening drive. 30% chance. 30? You don't yeah. think it's going to happen again? It's no, happened the last two so. weeks. Yeah, it has. I don't think it happens again. Can you imagine as much as Cam got hit if he fumbled every time he got hit? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he'd be... Yeah. He'd be out of the league. Because Kyle got hit three times. Well, four, because he dodged J.J. Yeah. Watt with some Jedi like mind That stuff. was awesome. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that play. That was an amazing play. But, yeah, all the other times he got hit, he fumbled the ball. One of those wasn't his fault. I mean, he gets hit while he, from behind yeah, while he's one, throwing. One was a, a reasonable strip sack. The other one, he was running and fumbled, and then the other one, he just got... Yeah, he doesn't... Dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really, like, have the awareness yet. Speaking of awareness, like, I love Deshaun Watson. I think he's going to be a great player, but he holds the ball too long. And, like, we yeah. had six sacks... And a lot of that could just be how well our coverage is. Our also, secondary yeah, is playing I this year. I also think that's a little bit of Bill O'Brien just being a terrible coach because I really don't think he's a good coach. And mm-hmm. I think their offense like is designed for big plays, and they're designed. They need a good running game in order for him to do for the system to work because Deshaun, the routes are not being run to get rid of the ball quickly. Yeah, you know the routes are being run to go 20, 30 yards down the field with Hopkins and Fuller. That's a lot of what we had with Cam early in his career, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's we're kind of seeing that shift, obviously, with Kyle Allen because we don't want him to get hit because he's going to fumble. So we're getting the ball that's Like, out what, quickly. eight years of Cam getting hit, and once we get a little guy in there, we're just like, yeah, let's let's do shorter stuff so exactly. he doesn't get hit. Yeah, it, yeah it's pretty ridiculous. Oh, pretty my ridiculous. God, that's hilarious. Yeah. But, oh. um, yeah, I mean, I think Deshaun's good. I don't think he's going to be – I don't think the Texans will ever win a Super Bowl with him as quarterback. Mm-hmm. I just can't see it happening. What about Gardner Minshew? Oh, man. Wherever he goes, they're going to be in the game. I can't <laughs> oh say they'll be gosh. contending for Super Bowls, but wherever he goes, they will be in the game. You think? Um, do you they think... will not get blown out with Gardner Minshew. Wait, so Nick is out for the year, right? Um, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's out for the year. Broken collarbone? Broken collarbone. Okay, so he's done. Gardner doesn't have to worry about Nick coming back, unless they make the playoffs, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'd be back in time for playoffs. No, I don't but think But it'd be kind of funny and if he they, was. They wouldn't roll with him either. He's got a... Okay, so Nick Foles has a four-year deal for $88 million. So Gardner's going to want... I could... They could either... Yeah. Well, they could trade Foles. They could trade Foles or they could trade Gardner. I think they would get more for Gardner. I also think they'd be stupid to trade Gardner. I think, like, why not, why not trade Nick Foles to the Minnesota Vikings? Do a quarterback swap, eat... Cousins' contract for a year and then let him go. Yeah, Cousins hasn't been great. That actually makes sense. I just came up with that. That's a good trade. I should be a GM. I should be. Some of these GMs are terrible. I, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think it's a hard job. Yeah, but they're still terrible at it. Okay, that's a valid point. Yeah, like look at the Vikings. They four, Three years, $83 million for Kirk Cousins. Four years, $81 million for Stephon Diggs. And like four years, $65 million for Adam Thielen. That's a wide receiver, two wide receivers and a quarterback. They are thirty first in pass offense. Oh yeah, I saw that on Sunday. Unbelievable. A lot of money in there. I think I could do that job. You know All what right. makes me happy? What? Falcons are bad. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's a, really fun. It's great. Also, because I I said that in my overreaction. I said it before the season, so I'm happy about yeah, it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I yeah, I had a bad take about the Falcons. So are we are we doing picks now? Let's do picks. Okay, I'm just trying to gather myself and. Put on a brave face. Yeah. So what? What, what did you? What, how did you do last week, John? Did you do well? Did you I, do well, John? I, d- I did do well. I went two and zero. Oh. Okay. Thanks for asking. What's I'm seven and one through oh. four weeks. Wow. Great. Great. It is. What are you through four weeks? How did you do last week? I didn't do well. Mm. I went zero and two. I picked the Bills when they would have won if they didn't knock out Josh Allen. The Patriots cheated again. Mm-hmm. And um, I picked the Rams as my lock. Yeah, I hate the Buccaneers. That's yeah. I mean, I do too. But that's funny. What about you this week? <laughs> what is your lock of the week? Guarantee it. I got the Giants over the Vikings. Wow. Okay, as a lock. Yeah, that's my lock of the week. I think Daniel Jones throws for two touchdowns, two interceptions, but it doesn't matter because Kirk Cousins stinks. Like he really stinks. It's so bad. Do you think it doesn't matter what Daniel Jones does? They're gonna win. 
Do you think uh, Daniel Jones would be talked about as much if he was on any other team? Because he's been think, good, but like last week he had a touchdown and two picks. Well, I think the the reason he's talked about so much is because people ridiculed the pick so much. Yeah, not so much he's on the Giants. But do you think he would have been? You think it would have been ridiculed as much if like the Browns trade up and reach at quarterback at number six, or like the Raiders? Yeah. Um, meh. Maybe not so much. Giants fans, it's funny other than because, we both know Carter, and Carter's a great guy yeah. and a great fan. But M- Giants fans are incredibly whiny. Well, they're New Yorkers. Yeah, New York, New yeah, York. So, fan base. I mean, yeah, I kind of agree, but yeah, I got the Giants over the Vikings for my lock. What about you? I don't like the Eagles. I don't think they're that good. I still think they're good, but they are playing the Jets, and I really, I really need to catch up to John. I'm what three and a half games back, only five weeks in, or whatever. Four weeks in. Well, yeah, this is the fifth week, so yeah. I really need. I really need to catch up, so I'm trying to get the uh, the Eagles over the Jets as my lock of the week. What's your upset, John? <laughs> Raiders over the Bears in London. I'd see Chase Daniel not having a good game. The oh, Raiders Mitch is beat, out? Uh, yeah, Mitch is out. Uh, the Raiders beat um, the Colts last week yeah. in Indy. Looked pretty solid doing it, so yeah. I'm going to roll with the, the team that's hot. Okay. I um, You guys can't hold me to this because this might come up later. Want to talk about overreactions, but I'm taking as my upset the Browns over the Niners. Okay, I do think the Browns are the real deal, and like I was still on that train even after they were 0 2. I still think they're a good football team, even if Baker isn't cool, like he's you not. said last week. He's not. <laughs> but the Niners are coming off a bye. They're three and 0, so I think that's a fair upset pick. I don't, I don't know. I just got a feeling. I like this Brown squad. Nick Chubb is an elite running back right now. Yeah, it's always. Um, I feel like this happens like every few years. A running back blows it up, and then um, two years from now, we don't know who they are, and it's always curious to see which guys hang around. Like, remember Alfred Morris was the best running back yeah. in the NFL. Red, David Johnson uh, for the two Redskins years. Redskins have a lot of that. Like Roy Hallou. Yeah, you remember him? Yeah, yeah. Redskins fan. Yeah. No, they but uh, David Johnson in Arizona. David Johnson. Yeah, he's still. Decent. I mean, he's still good. Yeah. But like he at one point he was the most dominant player yeah. in football yeah, for a exactly. season. I mean, running back. yeah, the running back is the most replaceable position. Yeah, and so Nick Chubb might be great, but you think he's one of those guys that hangs around? For, I think so. You think he's like a a Todd Gurley, but not injured? Mm, I think he's like a I think he's like a a Lynch, honestly. Yeah, like a Marshawn Lynch. Like he's just got that big frame. I think he's. I can't see him getting injured because he's so big, and yeah. that, I mean, I may regret saying that later but he's he's not just like big he's like ridiculously muscular and he's so like fast as why don't well. you ask him out already then what? okay ridiculously right. muscular like, like lynch was just such a unit yeah that you couldn't really hurt him no matter how hard you hit him yeah and he's still fast i see that for chubb i see him staying around a long time okay well, it's kind of that time. I'll go first since John has some real heat this week. And okay. also, John went first last week. I've gone first all the week. So, yeah. No, I went first the uh, second week. We've been taking turns. Okay. But that's the music. It's my time to tell you guys some of my best sports take for the whole week on the NFL. It's time to overreact. John, Lamar Jackson isn't good. I know he was 24 of 34. With a touchdown or three touchdowns and two interceptions. But what I'm going to focus on, John, is that Lamar Jackson lost to the Cleveland Browns. And we've talked about this on this segment. We've talked about the Browns a lot. They're bad, John. And you can't lose to the Browns and be a good quarterback. And to quote an article I read, Lamar Jackson isn't the guy you want driving your team down the field when you're down a touchdown. So Lamar Jackson probably should just switch positions to wide receiver because we can tell after just one bad week that he's a not good at NFL quarterback. I have another one. It's another quarterback one. While Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy GQ, he might be the best-looking human. Man, why don't you ask him out already? I will. I might. He might be the best-looking human to have ever been born. And you know what, John? He's a pretty good quarterback, too. He's going to lead the 49ers to an undefeated season, even though I picked the Browns to get the upset this week. An undefeated season and win Super Bowl MVP for the San Francisco 49ers. I have one more. Now this one, some people might find this hard to believe. But true fans, 
True fans know I'm only spitting straight facts onto this microphone. Christian McCaffrey. I said he should have been traded. That was another week. That was an overreaction, clearly. Christian McCaffrey is actually an alien. He's not a human being. The stuff he does on the football field isn't real. This isn't a joke. He's actually an alien, and we're going to find out in like two years when the entire Matrix has been discovered. (laughs) I'm done. All right. Yo, turn that up. Panthers are going to the Super Bowl, baby. I love it. Doesn't matter if our quarterback can't stop fumbling. We can't stop winning. Defense taking us all the way to the ball, baby. Chiefs actually might not lose. Mahomes took on the Dome. He had a game with zero touchdowns. He had his worst game of his career, and he still went 18 for 33 with 360 yards. No picks. Chase Daniel is better than Mitch Trubisky because Mitch went to UNC. That's all I got to say. Stephon Diggs was not at practice today for the Vikings. He has publicly showed um, that he is not happy with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I think he's going to the Patriots. Rams are taking on the Seahawks tonight. I think the Seahawks win. And guess what? They're going to miss the playoffs. The Rams are going to miss the playoffs. They've gotten lucky so far this season. Tampa Bay showed who the Rams truly were and who they truly were on Sunday, winning 55-40 to in the Coliseum. I think, after the Panthers win the division, of course, that Tampa Bay and the Saints are getting wild cards in the NFC. I think the Giants are going to win the NFC East, and I think Dallas <laughs> showed who they really are last Sunday against the Aints. Dallas going to miss the playoffs. Giants winning the division. That's all I got for overreactions. I liked it. That was short, quick, each one. Just a sentence and then just fire. Yeah. The fire five emoji. Finger, five finger death punch, fire takes. Fire emojis after yes. every every single one. Well, hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll uh, Next week, we're going to be... It's fall break, so we're going to be doing the show at 2 p.m., Rather than 3 p.m. Yep. So tune in at 2. Of course, we're going to tweet that out to remind you guys. I guess I could cut down the music as we uh, come to a close with another edition of Packers Life Sports Show. I'm Benjamin Denton. I'm John Hinton. Bye, y'all. Hey, this is Stu from King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and you're listening to WKNC. You do everything local. You eat local food. You breathe local air. When you're having a conversation, you're speaking locally. So take it the extra 